Welcome to Spreading the Word to the World podcast, hosted by Brother Ashton Wardlaw from Mount Sinai Baptist Church. Well, good evening to you. This is the first podcast of the channel, and what you'll find here is King James Bible Truths from the Word of God. So I hope you find a warm welcome while we give you what God has given us. Enjoy. Well, we're going to be in the book of 1 John, chapter number 4, and we're going to read verses 7 through 10. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. And this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. So today we're going to deal with the subject of the love of God. Now the love of God is something we'll never understand. And if we can say anything about the love of God, it is that we love Him because He first loved us. Now when you think about the love of God, you can always look to the Bible and you can look to Calvary. The Bible is the clear testimony of God's love. And Calvary is the display of God's love. John chapter number 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now back to our text verse. In verse 8, it says, For God is love. So the reason God loves is because He is love. In fact, His love is never-ending. You can look in Jeremiah chapter number 31, verse 3. It says, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. But let's not forget that God's love came with a sacrifice. In the book of Romans chapter number 5, verse 8, it says, But God commendeth His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I would mention five things about the love of God. Number one, I'd say that His love is unspeakable. Reason being is because we can't understand why, but we know He does. Number two, I would say that His love is unending. God's love is eternal. Jeremiah chapter number 31 verse 3 as we read says, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Number three, God's love is unselfish. Because he asks nothing in return. But we do know that the love of God does lead us to repentance. At Romans 2 chapter number 4 and part of the verse it says, Not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Number 4, I'd say the love of God is unmerited. Because it cannot be earned or deserved. Ephesians 2 8 and 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. And number five, I'd say it is unconditional because it's not based on what we can or cannot do because it all comes from the heart of God because God is love. Now you may wonder, what does it mean that God is love? Well, over in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, verse 4 and verse 8, it explains what love is. The Bible says, Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, it is not puffed up. Verse number 8 says in the first part, Charity never faileth. Now the word charity just simply means love, if you are wondering about that. Now in verse 8, in the first part says, Charity never faileth. And what you can count on is that God will never fail you. Now in the book of Psalms, chapter number 73, verse 26, the Bible says, My flesh and my heart faileth. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Now when you read the first part of that, it says, My flesh and my heart faileth. 
but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So what it's telling us is that our flesh and our heart's going to fail us no matter what days are to come. But God is our strength of our heart and the portion of our souls forever. So what, no matter what comes our way, we can always hold to God's unchanging hand and rely on His unfailing grace, His unfailing mercy, and His unfailing love. Now I would mention five things about what the love of God produces in the saints. Number one, I would say it produced love for the Savior. It produced love for the Savior. Now when we were lost, we didn't really care about what the Savior did for us then. But when we got saved, we realized the love that He had for us. When He convicted our hearts, it showed that He wanted to save us, not to abandon us. And He saved our weary souls from hell. And we all would give glory to God to this day. That's my life's goal, to please Him, love Him, and to give God glory every moment, every step of the way for what He did for me on the cross. Now, number two, I would say it produced love for the Scriptures. Now, when we were lost, we didn't really want to read the Scriptures. It was like a boring book to us. It meant nothing to us. We could all quote John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We could all quote that, but it had no meaning behind it. But when God saved our soul, we opened it up, and we read John 3.16. It was more than just a word that said love. It was a love story that God gave His own heart for our soul. Now, number three, I would say it produced love for the sanctuary. Now, in the book of Psalms, chapter 122, verse 1, it says, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go unto the house of the Lord. Number four, I'd say it produced love for the saints. It produced love for the saints, the people of God. And number five, I would say it produced love for the sinner. It produced love for the sinner. The reason being I say that is because the Lord had a heart for sinners. In the book of First Timothy, Paul had wrote this, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. You know, Paul, he had a rough time. And in his earlier part, before he was converted, he was Saul, and he was converted to Paul. But when you think about this, he was a blasphemer, a persecutor against the church. But the Lord had mercy on Paul. He even said that in verse 13. He said, Who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy. As we've read and had the thoughts on the love of God today, I want to mention one verse, and that's Romans chapter number 5, verse 5. It says, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast on the thought of the love of God. At the end of every podcast, we'll have a song. But until next time, I hope you have a great day. God bless. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair brought down with care, God gave His Son to win. His erring child He reconciled, and pardoned from
rich and pure, are measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Could we with ink the ocean fill and were the skies of parchment made were every stock on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade to write the love of God above would drain scroll contain the whole, the stretch from sky to sky. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure. The saints and they.